Hello, hello. This is Prime Minds. This is February 11th, 2023. Your boys, we're back with you on a, on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. This is King Daz. I'm here with By the Dip. I'm here with Z Mackin. What's up, fellas? We're back at it again. How y'all doing? 
Good, man. Glad to be here. What's going on? Always chilling. Mac, what's up, man? Oh, it's a beautiful day up here in the Pacific Northwest, man. Sun shining. You know, crisp breeze going. Slice, slice getting killed. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you all still sweaty? You sweaty uh, for the slice so, session? Everybody's so sweaty for the slice session, bro. That's the whole yeah, point. Mac, Mac was late. He had to take a shower after that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what took us so damn long. What's up, man? I think right before we went on, man, we were talking about um, uh, the NY- NFT NYC, man. I guess it's coming yep. back around again, huh? April, man. Mid-April this year, so a little bit earlier than last year. But uh, what do you think? What do you think is going on there? Like, it's okay. Like, I, I guess I don't know if not everybody's hip to it, man. But you, you're in a lot. Of, you're helping out a lot of projects. You make a lot of connections, man. One third of Prime Minds, a big reason for our success. And so. Um, you're, you're helping out like a, a little project or a big project and, and they're doing you a solid by sending you out there, man. Tell us about it. Oh yeah. I mean, one of our, I want to give a big shout out to one of our, uh, the only person who's been on our podcast actually three times, Sharif from Valeria games. Um, they actually reached out to the community and asked if anybody wanted to come and help at the booth. And I volunteered and stepped up and, uh, I was one of a couple people that they went ahead and bought me, uh, they got me a pass to pretty much go there for all three days, which that's like a six or $700 pass in itself. So major shout out to them for doing that to, for their community. That's a lot. <laughs> a couple. Oh yeah, it is. But I mean, like mm-hmm. it's going to be, a, it's a huge opportunity as well. So. Oh man, that's cool. I appreciate any, any... it because it's be my first NFT NYC, man. Puff. Yeah, yeah. Any idea of like what that conference is going to look like? I know it's it's all NFTs, but like I'm and, and I'm going to be excited to hear about like what that experience is like. And I'm wondering if there's going to be a lot of video game NFTs in there, or if it's a lot of uh, PFP projects, or what's going on there. Oh, my whole goal will be to uh, try and sneak away from the booth as much as I can to go exploring, man. To go yep. DJ, he means. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> go see. <laughs> go look for my next big DJ play. Yep. But oh, man. I, think, I mean, living in Seattle, where they have comic cons at the convention center up here all the time, like if it's anything like that, they're probably going to have you know a bunch of um, just open booths for people to walk around and check stuff out at. But they'll also have a bunch of um, like. They're not really webinars or TED Talks or anything like that, but like a bunch of meetings and people talking about um, what's going on and, and open forums probably for the most part. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do they, they need of... any more help, man? What's up? Are, you, are they are they are they all set? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, pretty, trying to get in. I'm pretty sure they got the the number of people that they wanted, but you never know. Someone might only, cancel. It's only eight hour drive for me, bro. I can I can well, be right over there. <laughs> Yeah, all right, that's cool. Dip, you're staying put this time? Yeah, man. Uh, staying put, you know, very, just a very uh, busy man. You know, like, um, there's a lot of games that are building right now in the Web3 uh, space that are coming out. Um, so, always got to keep track of those, right? Um, but I, I, oh, I, know I wish like... I could go to NFT NYC for reals because, you know, that's, that's like, you know, the big Web3 thing. So, uh, uh-huh. Maybe next time, right, man. Right. And hopefully, you know, maybe in the next bull market, all of us prime minds will be able to go there too. You know, we'll go, we'll go run it. Yeah, yeah. And no, I get I it, was... man. If it's if it's mostly game focused, like that's where you got to be. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to see how much how many games will be there, and, and, and you know when that's coming up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Man. I'll, let's, 
I'll let you guys know. Maybe I might run a one of the uh, a Twitter space there live. For oh, we'll, we'll see. That's dope. Oh, we'll pop in. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. So obviously, man, we're in this crypto winter, right? Ain't nobody, ain't nobody, nobody saying anything different. Um, what's 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 the overall economy looking like? I think there was some news. Dip, you let me know about it. There was some news about staking, just overall staking in the economy. I think mostly the, the uh, you know, from the American side from our side here um but yeah what's going on securities exchange and all that any, any news going on yeah you know what i think it was a little bit overblown because um and they're you know the market reacted on it right um the sec was uh cracking down on uh kraken um and suspending their staking services over there and that's securities exchange commission right right but the United biggest States thing government. was it, it wasn't and it had nothing to do with you know like they're going to completely ban staking in the u.s this and that it wasn't it, that's how it was perceived but it wasn't even like that the reason why kraken failed to um be regulatory man they failed to notify them that they were going to be staking as a service s s a a s so when you know when they didn't do that and then the sec found out they were offering staking services that's when they got cracked down so they, they were pretty much offering a, an unregistered security yep is what it comes down to right very very that's the whole point of the sec's uh, existence is to crack down on unregistered securities because they want they want to know who's offering these things because they want to be able to vet them right they want right. to make sure they're they're giving all of the correct uh, disclosures to their customers so that people can make informed investment decisions. And that's, they hadn't registered nor had they, they had um, given the correct disclosures to their customers. And that's what they really cracked down on. Right. And um, reading some articles and it, it, it seems like even though they did crack down on them, it wasn't a unanimous decision. There's a, a uh, some people on the SEC uh, advisory board that really think that they need to stop cracking down on individual cases and start actually creating Making regulation. Policy. Yes, because just by coming in and slapping the hand of someone after they've <clears throat> done something bad, yes, it, it shows other players what they're not able to do, but we don't have a list of things that we are able to do yet. So Yeah. What's yeah, the framework, that, right? What what can you do, right? Where, where's the right. guidelines? Where's the policy that, that dictates this, that governs this, and, and what can you do? Because that because right. that, that begs the question then, is all of these uh, staking assets or NFTs that you can stake in anything, is that looked at as a security? Which means, is it looked at like a piece of stock and will it be taxed like a security? I don't think that's even determined yet, right? No. So it, it could be looked as, it, it could be looked at still as, as property. It can look at, it can be looked at as a security, but them them doing that, like the SEC doing that, makes it look like they want to do a lot of these staking products as as security. Well, here's the thing: is when you when you talk about uh, security, it has to meet um, four four specific tests, and it has to re reach each four, all four of them. It's called the Howey test. There's four points where it's like there has to be a sale. Um, that goes into a, a collective, a, a collective um, per, to people that are pretty much saying that they're going to be operating together, um, and then you have to have essentially promise of future returns, 
that are dependent upon the work of the person who's offering them, right? Yeah. So if, if, if it does not meet all of those criteria, then it's technically not a security. Right. So, and then that's... And, and you have to think, like, with depending on how they're operating, like, yeah, some things would be dependent solely on the effort of the people operating the... or offering the NFTs for sale or offering the staking options. And in that case, yeah, then it would be... it. it technically might be a security but if you have something where uh you have to you have to physically do work or you have to physically show proof of work or proof of interaction then in it the staking could would definitely not pass the securities test so it's all about how they set it up dude yeah Definitely. And yeah. that that's what, you know, caused a whole dip as we see here. We're uh, actually looking at Ethereum, which is currently at uh, $1,518.13. Um, as we see, uh, we're in a consolidation phase, guys. So like once Kraken, it, the, the whole market took it the wrong way. So it started to reacting, you know, started dumping. Right. But if anything, um, I think we've reached bottom, hopefully. You know, so as we're looking at the seven day here, you see we had a big leg down, which was around the time when they announced it. Boom. And it just started going down, right? So yeah. as you look out in the month, we're actually consolidating right now. So we're consolidating anywhere from, you know, high 1600s to low, you know, it looks like the threshold right now supported is like low 1500s. We did break 1491 a little while ago right here but then we jump back up so as long as we don't break i say 1500 again we'll be good but as you look out yeah. like we did have a big leg up right this is when everybody thought we were entering the bull so as you guys know it's just consolidating right now i don't see nothing serious we are still down right within a year <laughs> so we're consolidating around the bottom around here so I would say don't be too panicked, you know, yeah. if anything, always use it as, and this is not financial advice to get things cheaper. I, I'm not saying investing or anything like that, but if you want to get a deal, you know, w when you have these type of, these prices that dip, then, you know, right. this is the idea. Based on a news story, based on, based on like a, a, a quick knee jerk reaction to a news story right? that, that might mm -hmm. not have like the long-term effect that some people might think it would have oh, and so yeah, and i always say too like i'm i'm, I'm always interested in, in where where a floor would be like like an eighth floor so it's looking like around 16 i'm hearing what, what are you thinking oh uh, man consolidating it you know that's it's kind of hard to say but you look at overall um if we keep support man if 1500 breaks right if we break 1500 we're going down to around 1200 and then if mm -hmm. we break 1200 then we're probably on our way down to 1100 to 1000 uh, back there again yep yeah well and this is the time of year that the, the cat and I was me and dip were talking about the other day is like uh, this is the year part of the year where the catalyst comes into play for the next month or two right mm -hmm. at the end of end of January beginning of February those 3 weeks is it's always 
it det- those are the three determining weeks on where the market's going to go for a little bit, guys. Yeah. Like so, we really we keep on testing this seventeen hundred ceiling, and it keeps retracing back down. And with this stuff that's been going on with the Kraken news, it, we dipped under fifteen hundred. So like dips yeah. saying like fifteen hundred or under fifteen would be another testing point. But I really think it's going to be around fourteen fifty. I could easily see us going down to fourteen fifty and still being able to come back up around sixteen hundred and mm. st- stabilize there. But the... just watch it, man, because you know what? Um, I think next week, right? The um, they're coming out with another report, and I think that's going to be the job reports um, and other stuff. Inflation, right? Like point two five. Inflation still going up. Um, and then you hear it all over the news, all oh, recession this, chances of recession that. So whenever you kind of hear these negative indicators, just be on your toes. Um, right mm-hmm. now, there's a hard support at 1,071 or 1,100. That's like a hard support. If it breaks that, man, if it breaks that, we, we're going to nine. If it breaks nine, we're going to six, breaks six, we're going to five. We, we were there. We see 900 recently, right? <laughs> yeah, we, like, yeah. Within the year. Yes. So just be careful, guys. If anything, just look for good prices. Mm -hmm. What is the the good job market? That's so funny because the good job market is like it's it's, some people are looking at as a bad sign. But because the good job market is a bad sign for inflation, because more people are earning money and they can buy more things. So that keeps inflation going up or at least not coming down. So, So it's funny how a good job market could be something that negatively affects the economy from, from where we're at right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. So it's man. funny. Yeah. At the same time, a lot of, um, a lot of high income or high earning jobs are, um, are, are being lost in the technology sector. Right. Yep. You all know about that in the West coast there. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just funny thing. Mark is doing funny, man. The whole economy is doing funny, funny fucking things right now. Yeah. It's just, this is a great time to be alive. Shit. <laughs> it's a beautiful time to be alive. Yep. <laughs> and this so, like we're talking. Well, go ahead, Dip. I was oh, no, talking no, about floor price for, for the uh, for the PEs and all that. Like, oh, man, so man. looking at that, like, so especially the prime returnals, like that's that's a fucking staker, right? Yeah. Yep. That's why I like I came in. I came into all. I came into this whole fucking ecosystem here with champions and all that because you can stake the prime eternals and you can get the land and develop on the land and, and you know and use it for that and stake mm-hmm. and earn that way. Yeah. And so like the staking news like that's that's a that's a prime eternal news. Right, exactly, right? man. Like it, everything's going to dip, which I mean, if you're bullish on the game like we are, like you know the talent of the team, you know the funding, you know the backing, you know what type of experience they have. I mean, right now, look at the deals, bro. It just went, the top offer just went to 0.36. So right now, floor price is $684. Look at that. Guys, this floor price was at 0.9, for the longest, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now we're yeah. getting these prices and we're getting these type of offers. These are the offers we want, guys, right here. I'll tell you what, man. Like, yep. Yeah. And yeah. And when the price go, when the price went up, I'm kicking myself in the ass, right? And when it goes down, no matter what, you have that uh, that human emotion, right? And it's yeah. fuck, I fucking love it, right? But it's like when the price goes up, like oh, I should have bought some more fucking floors. But when the price goes down, everybody starts to get nervous. Bro. It's just fun to step back and watch yourself, man. It's, right, I, I love it. it and you know? it's all opportunity, man. It, like 
honestly, I, I wouldn't care what prime I get. I would just put an offer out there and whatever I get is fine. Because remember, like from what we know, which it could change, right? Staking a prime is the way Messina coin is produced. So to me, I don't, I don't care what kind of prime it is. A prime's a prime, right? At the end of the prime day. Yes. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. They've always said and that. And, that, and that's my new strategy. Come Honestly, coming in. Because, you know, I got my own little personal strategy. Like, I'm bullish long-term dip, just like you said, right? Like, obviously, but I got my own little personal strategy, right? I was buying a lot of nice primes at a certain time. You know, made a little bit of ETH doing it. But coming back in, when I'm coming back in to hold, like, several more, it's going to be off-floor for me. And I hate to give away the strategy, but I'm just going in all-floor. It doesn't matter because... Yeah. Here's the thing is, if, if one prime equals one prime, it doesn't matter if you're not going to be out here battling, right? Mm -hmm. if, if you're using it for trying to generate Messina, um, that's that's the, you just have to be able to generate Messina, right? It doesn't yeah. matter if it's 1D, 3D, 0D. As long as you have one, uh, at least one 1D in your wallet, mm -hmm. you'll be able to get access to that that one, that one special room on the moon palace. Moon room. You know what I mean? You'll yep. get that. Don't You'll forget that about that, right? The, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, forget about the moon it. room, bro. <laughs> the moon room. I mean, all the divines, all the primes will be able to get up there no matter what. Yeah. But only yeah. the one D plus. Look, look, look we room. all come from fucking uh, marijuana Four legal nine. state, so yeah. we're going to get high in the moon room. That's, that's, that, <laughs> there you go. That's a private, that's, that's a private combo. That's where you go yeah. to the moon, for sure. <laughs> oh, shit. Go ahead, man. I'll cut you off. Yeah, man. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead, Z. I was just gonna say, like, even even so, even in the worst case scenario where staking is no longer an option, there's there's workarounds where that you just would have to be actively utilizing your prime to be able to claim Messina and Diamond, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be called staking. They they don't have to lock right. our our primes up into a smart contract or anything like that for them to right. be able to still have primary value as the main driver of the economy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as long as you use it to generate value, because even when you're reading the definition off, like a security means that you just kind of buy it, invest it and it, it does the work for you. Like either you win or lose, but they can make it more hands on than hands off, but it can be like the main generator of value for champions essentially you know for the game itself well it would it makes a lot more sense too when they're do when you're doing that and they've already talked about having a built-in scholarship program right yeah so they kind of already had maybe someone saw this in their crystal ball we're pretty good because if you have something where you have to log in or complete an activity or just get on and click something for every prime that you own it's it, it becomes then proof of work. You're not it's not staking because staking implies passive income, right? Letting something go and not not interacting with it at all and having it produce a return for you. Where or you even force your ass to play the game, like like yep, do that's exactly in the it. game. Interact yeah. in the game, log in, um, f go inside and yep. click on a, a a special treasure chest that's in your house on your land that you've bought or something yeah. right is if right. they have some way that they have proved that you are actively engaging with the game to be able to get this reward then mm -hmm. it's not taking at all yep so. right right and then and uh, just, 
there's plenty of ways to do it, right? Yeah, there's put it right in the game, man. Like you put it on your land, you make make it a farming thing, like you're farming it, or you're you're creating it, or you have you know a, a mine that you're mining out, and you're getting the Messina out of there. Well, this is guys. Let me get a little. Let me speculate a little bit on this, right? If we look at the yeah, game, yeah, yeah. Let's let, let's go to Play Labs. Let's uh. There's an article here, which is like if you guys right here, they have a lot of interesting stuff here. So where was it? I believe it was this article. And we're looking at it right now if we scroll down. And I'll let you guys know when I see it. They kind of hinted to what type of economy it will be. And I'll show you. Oh, you're reading. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, you're getting in there. You're getting in there. So let me see if I can yeah. I hope it's this one. So while you're looking, like yeah. we talk about floor prices, right? So so we know like the staking news, it would or could, like that news regardless because it's a staking thing. It affects the prime price. But uh as you all know, we just had the the re, you know, the reveal, the elemental mint and all that. They got a floor price too, and I'm thinking that's also a bargain. We're, what was that looking like? The floor price there. Yeah. Well, so right now the prime floor price is 0. 0.45, right? It's kind of I mean, following that, right? It's well, that's yeah, it's dropped down to half of what it was, and it's strange because it it was right around right before mint, right where primes were up at 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9, and uh, mm-hmm. now they're no, they're nowhere near that. They're half that price. At, at yeah. that point, the eggs were going for or the unrevealed. Um, Iron Maiden chambers were going for an easily around 0.06, and now their floor price is 0.03, so they've halved as well. Right, and like even like this is for the people listening too. And when we see, and I think we even talked about it, right? I, I you know, we've seen enough mints to where you would see one generation, then the second generation, and it just seems like a natural thing. I can't explain it. I just know that it happens. Is like right before the mint the original like like the og generation the value will go up and then right after the mint it kind of dips a little bit so it's kind of a, a pattern that i'm noticing at least right and that's just a small sample of like the mints that i see that's a first generation that a second generation so i was i was kind of ready for that part yeah you knew like the hype like the best thing were to do during that time was if you wanted to get money out of it was to sell it as an unrevealed egg, right? Because mm-hmm. those were going for the most money. Um, and a lot of the chances you could have do that if for the people who got the tier zeros probably could have done that. Um, and there's probably some people that did do that. But it, as far as like the tier ones and all that stuff, you had to really be early, right? Because once, right once um, it went to public, we knew the site crashed and it sold out quick. And then that's when you really got to go in there and you could have probably got the most for your money for a floor. And then throughout the day, the floor was going lower, lower, lower. And then as more time goes on, lower, lower, lower. It, it happens with every project, right? Because um, you just mm-hmm. got a lot of people in the Web3. Hey, man, Web3 is flippers. And we got to realize that. Like a lot of these people yep. that are coming into the project aren't looking to play our game, right? They're looking to flip. They're looking to make real flippers, man. Yeah. They put they'll put offers across every single project and just flip it. And, which and that's fine, respect, bro. Right? Yeah, the, do it. There's no hating on it, man. I'll be your liquidity exit because I know what's in this game. I know 
you know, this game is going to be successful. Yeah, the value of this game. Yep. Like, if you want to mm-hmm. sell your elemental to me for $30, hey, bro, <laughs> that's a deal for right. me all day. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where is that? So where is so where are we at looking right now? I think I think it was like forty. Forty five. Forty five dollars right now. Yep. For the floor. Mm-hmm. And there oh, is yeah. there is currently a one S on the floor for point three last sale point oh five seven four. I fucking love seeing paper hands like that, bro. Oh, <laughs> I love yeah. seeing that shit. Right. I love seeing those motherfuckers take a loss. There's a lot Someone of equity please, in there. Someone please go grab that one S feature on the floor for point zero three. Yeah, it's nice, man. I mean, it, hey, at, the the end, at the end of the day, when we look at it, right, and we're going to get to the Imperial announcement by uh, Johnny Messina in just a bit as well. Um, when we look at it at the end of the day, elementals are mining and farming. Now, everybody, like... Mm-hmm. We know there's only a couple of coins that are going to be in Messina, right? We know there's going to be Bone Coin. We know there's going to be Essence, Diamond, and Messina Coin, right? And we know how valuable Messina Coin is going to be. So what if, and this is the thing, Primes are going to be generating by staking the Messina Coins and Elementals. This is just speculation. Elementals will be the miners and farmers. What if you can mine and farm Messina coin? Why, would it, why wouldn't you want multiple of these guys? And it's not going to hurt the prime eternal. People are like, oh, but that might hurt the price of the prime eternals. No, it's not. Because think of this. Think of the prime eternals as the Fed. Think of the prime eternals as the Federal Reserve and the elementals are going to be the banks. They're going to be uh-huh. the ones, prime eternals are going to be the ones filtering out Messina in order for the elementals, the banks, to mine and get that, and then that can go into the marketplace to the other players. So it's not going to it shouldn't affect the price at all. And I'm not saying they're going to do this or this is what they should do, but that would make the most sense. It could, and and they said that like not the only like like Messina. Like prime eternals aren't the only way to Messina. Like we got that news. I don't know if they cleared it up or what, but it's just the only one that you can stake for Messina, quote unquote stake for Messina. So there's there will be other ways to get it. Is that right? Yeah. They've confirmed that uh pretty much anyone should be able to earn Messina, but the Messina that they earn is going to have to be generated by Prime Eternals, is the way they put it, right? So they've and they even specifically said this a long time ago was that they are they have to find ways to entice Messina holders to put up this Messina for other people to earn. So Yeah. Yeah. Gives the inclination the that it'll be for like uh, tournaments and and pr- uh, prizes for quests and things like that, especially if we're going to be able to create our own quests. But Yeah. I really think that the uh the elementals will go a completely different route than what you were just talking about did. And again, I, we're, this is just all speculation, right? right. But mm-hmm. with farming and mining, like they've talked about crafting um, armor and weapons using bone in essence plus other resources. So I really think that they're going to create almost like a, a farm, Farmville or whatever you want to call it type idle game as well onto here because that's what uh gem city was really good at idle games 
games for people playing on their phone to jump on for a little bit and just farm whatever they want, right? right. And so I think we'll need other resources like ores, wood, um, like who knows? You might need wheat to be able to um, get build stuff to you know feed your whatever, right? Like there's going to be stuff that we're going to need to farm that are natural resources that have nothing to do with coin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think these are going to have an increased capability of doing still has to do with the economy though right so like even if you farm things like you i guess you can sell them for messina obviously you can i'm sure use messina to buy everything maybe but uh but yeah so So i did find something guys um if you look on the screen this is one of the play lab articles that was done and i knew it was somewhere in here and this is troy whitlock we all know troy right he says, yeah. I am really excited for building the first game with a creator economy. Mm-hmm. So this is leading to all the speculations that we even said last week, right? Mm-hmm. This is all possible with AI. If you, like literally, there's there's YouTube videos, guys. If you go to video games made with AI, AI, chat, GBT, whatever you want to say, say it is, it actually can provide you the code to actually develop a game just by putting in a couple of um, descriptions in there, like one or two sentences, and it provides you a whole context of a code that you can put into Unreal Engine or something like that, right? Well, that does, it it makes the job a lot easier even for the devs. And if you're making the job easier for the devs, like it's, like we can, it's just, it'll be better, it'll be faster, like it'll, it'll come here faster or quicker than it would if they didn't have it, yeah. and then I think it'll be like a, a better gameplay experience yeah. too. Exactly. And so if we're in there kind of making code and creating the game, like I don't know how that goes. I'm not, you know, I'm not technical like that. But if if it's like user generated content that we're making the code for and helping to expand and create the game, it's just I don't think there's a limit to that, man. There's not. And right? I only, yeah, and AI is coming out at the perfect time where right, oh. and it's coming out at the perfect time where it's uh. Like Champions has the infrastructure, they have a great team that I'm sure can take advantage of the technology and and set it up sooner than later, even. Right? So that's that's what they that's what their play AI. Right? Play AI labs. Like that is their whole intentions is is to continue to develop this AI interoperability with this game. Right. So, mm-hmm. We're really like going along for this ride, like that's one thing that I was trying to tell someone the other day that like you don't realize is an unintended consequence or benefit of owning one of these and being able to have the opportunity to play is that you are literally watching the development of what could be the next generation of gaming yep. by yeah. a company that's the, a, a frontier founder. And what could be... the I, I personally think... What they're doing and a few other companies that are doing these same similar types of ideas of creating assets and giving people the ability to create their own user-generated content to develop the games further is going to be the next meta for video gaming. Yep. And people will be playing games like as they always played games, but it will be less games that are created from powerhouse places like activision or blizzard or any of those kinds of ea you know epic games it'll be more 
individuals who are developing these things and it can be you know one two three people groups that are creating these games of the future that everyone will be playing exactly um, so i really think i personally really think champions ascension and a few other companies are right on the forefront of that so that's that's one of the that's one of the intrinsic benefits of holding a prime is we get to go along for that right guys so check this out guys we also plan to release uh our release our plans around user generated content toolkits incorporating ai that will invite all of our asset holders to build the live operational content pipeline of the game you will have the opportunity to create your own path to earnings in our partner economy Nice. That means that means live ops is like when they come out with uh, something for Christmas and it's Christmas themed, yeah. or when Halloween comes along is Halloween themed. You know, Lunar New Year's was like the most recent one. And any games that you're playing that are having anything for Valentine's Day starting this week or whenever, those are all live ops, right? Yep. So they're exactly. saying giving people the opportunity to create those those types of content um, and other things for what might be important dates that come up. Or just whatever the newest person has created, or created the newest fad, continuing to push that out. So yeah, yeah, Chris, Chris Casamassina, the man himself, he came and talked all about that, and exactly. wanted to like uh, go through go through our whole go through our whole catalog, right? We got him out here talking about that a year ago. I don't, I guess, like if there's been AI talk, but AI looks really real now, so where the masses can use it, right? Um, but if anything, it's just going to like give this like a, a big boost into like what they can do as devs, and like kind of really, they still have to set us up to do it. But if they can leverage the AI even for themselves to set that platform up or, or to set the game up and then set us up with it too, then yeah, I don't think there's a limit to this. Yeah, like like for instance, imagine like like there's just hundreds or thousands of different types of building architectural walls built within the AI. So when you go to build on your land, right, there can be so many different variations. And I think that would be the job of the devs is to create these and then implement them into AI. So that way the users can do it. So they don't have to physically build the houses. The AI is going to build the houses or the casinos or the bars. Um, you know, some people want strip clubs out there, you know, whatever. Whatever you want to make. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> we have a good time. Right, man. So, and that, so that's, yeah, I think that the next question that I, I like taking the wide view, man, is um, I wonder what we're looking like in terms of when the land will be available and then I know staking has a lot to do with that too. So if we can like step back and like even speculate on when will we talked about staking already, but when do mm. we think it'll be available? Like, yeah. is there an update on there? Well, and then, and then some of us have even the land perks from the first mint. Like when, when can we get the land? When, when can we see that be first in line to get the land and all that? Well, first there's going to be a couple things coming before that. Right. Um, which this is the emperor's decree as he was saying in here. And I urge, you know, anybody in the community to read this and read it carefully because there's a lot of Easter eggs in here, a lot of little hints in here if you want to take it. Um, but right here, which I'm highlighting, this is all the stuff that's going to be coming out. Elemental essences coming into combat in early spring team based three V three battles coming in early spring. Vault of Carnage free-for-all mode coming in spring. 
The Ilgor will be really uh, unleashed into active competition before the end of the month. They said February 23rd around that date. Um, bug reporting system for the community is up. There is a new one. You just go in. Um, I believe it's in the announcements. They might have pinned it there as well. If you want to put any game feedback there and then um, lots. And then they said lots of tweaking bugs are still coming into the families. So, spring is not exactly a date that could be anywhere from you know i believe now is uh march 20 march early spring is march 21st march 22nd till i would i would say the end of april would still be early spring yeah guys so next couple of months we're going to be getting some good stuff after that um staking and stuff what makes sense man is and z will and i'm pretty sure you agree with me is you got to have more gameplay content out and you got to make it has to make sense to to come out with the staking but before that the white paper has to come out which (laughs) is coming out in bits and pieces i don't think they're going to come out with the whole v2 white paper all at once i think we're going to get sections of that at a time over the next couple of quarters quarter one quarter two that's just me. I'd be surprised if we, I'd be surprised if we get anything this quarter. Really, um, I'd be, I would be more apt to think that we will get multiple parts of the version two white paper next quarter. Um, but we'll we'll see, right? And right. I agree. Like it's there's no point in coming out with staking right now. Uh, what is it going to do other than tank a tank a coin that has no value because it has no use? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, right. And really there's no reason to have staking until there's a reason to have a coin that you use to um to buy land right, right. so that there's there's no reason for staking until there's a reason for land and there's no reason for land until they have all of that built out and ready to actually open up for the people to be able to play open world yeah. and they've already said that open world probably isn't going to be until 2024 so realistically we're talking about staking in my in my opinion the earliest staking could be would be like the end of this year yeah. but more likely into early to mid 24 I would think that too and I know a lot of, there's been a lot of fun around guys I mean if we if we uh look at the elementals right there's a lot of uh people being impatient which guys like we all know any game takes years to make, guys. And this is the biggest thing. This is why people, there's not a lot of people that get rich or come into wealth, right? Because they're not patient. With something like this, right? Let's just lay everything out. The team, are they experienced? Yes. Yep, right. Highly. What are their experiences with Disney, with mobile games? with you know harry potter hogwarts right those are high level games how many not to mention the social media aspect of it as well exactly right and you you got to look at how many developers do they have working on this game they have 50 plus wow that's that's pretty good amount for any type of project like that then you go well that's cool do they have enough money to pay these devs to finish this game Yes, they have $32 million in funding. And this is not including what 
Jam City was paying them before that, right? So they got a fresh new $32 million, right? Should take him for at least three years. That should carry him for at least three years, right? Yeah. Well, they make, like, they have the NFT assets too, right? Like, they they have the three mints already, right? Including the pets. Let's not forget the pets. Mm -hmm. And that that continues to see action. So, yeah. they Technically, have they have four mints if you took it, take into account the memorabilia boxes as well, right? I know those don't get as it. much. They, I, these don't get as much trading, but there's still that's still another source of revenue for them for yeah. those royalties as well. Don't sleep on the pets either, right, guys? I mean, look at they're at uh, fifteen dollars right now floor, and we oh, all know yes. what their utility is, right? The utility yes. is going to help give specifically elementals a damage and a health boost which is going to help them if they face prime eternals so which is nuts too because now you can match them up with your elemental so yep. and that's some low-hanging fruit right there man oh, yeah, you can get man. the pick of the litter with those pets exactly. at the low price you just match up match yep. up your eternals yep the best play though man is to just get 84 I'm not eternals i mean elementals go ahead <laughs> the best play is just grab 84 of each pet, man. Then you'll have one for each family in each house, oh, in each dude. essence. Yeah. One of each. Take a big sweep. <laughs> hey, he did the math. <laughs> That's only like, you know, there's five pets out there right now, right? That's only like 420 pets that you need to have in your wallet. No big deal. Yeah, bro. It's not even a whole ETH. Wait. No. Well, more than an ETH. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I... I I was looking for elementals. Like I, I keep buying pets. Like I don't like I keep picking pets up. I keep picking up the um uh what was the one that we got for the little orange one? The Zivas. The Zivas, the Zivas get no love, man. The Zivas like they're on the floor a lot. Like I, I keep picking I, Zivas I saw up. That. Uh-huh. That's a smart play. That's a really smart play. Yeah. I keep picking up Zivas are- for for sub twenty dollars, bro. I keep picking them up when I see them. All the yep. time, even even um, even with the prime essences, you'll see like twenty dollars zivas, and yeah. they're not making any more. They're not making any more zivas. It's it's the most, it's yeah. it's the most right now. But that's that's the only time they're that's coming only, out, and that's what people are asleep and see. And I mean, there's a lot of new stuff that's been coming out within the last couple of months. But we all still got to remember this: zivas are going to be the most rarest pets right now. You have one, and this is not financial advice. Um, Right now, you have $20. Yeah, see? I'll, I'll be the one to pick that up. <laughs> like, I'm and, not even... Uh, right. I just keep getting them. You just got to think about the future when everything is out of the game. I mean, imagine what we're going to be a year from now, guys. Like, we, we've been in this project since... It's been our year anniversary, actually. <laughs> and Oh, yeah, that, right. So, we've been in this project for over a year already, right? And it went by quick, man. That It really did. It went by quick. Sure. Um, yeah. So imagine where we're going to be at this time next year, you know, which, you know, way more content should be out, more characters should be out. Um, You're right, man. And, yeah. and all in all, it's, it's lightning fucking speed because you could play the game now. Yeah. Right. You, you could play the game. Right. You, you There's another there's an elemental mint. They gave the pets out already. You can play the game like we're, we're coming. You read the timeline, right? I think you said uh, three, three verse three in there. Yep. 3v3 man um coming right. out in spring so yep. that one's gonna Shit. be really interesting that means 3v3 yep. before by june yeah. by june yeah mm-hmm. so. yeah in here right and then uh and the then, pve 
after. What does that look like? Oh, yeah. Here we do. We got Sally right Ooh. here, right? So, yep. I mean, that's going to become – that could be coming around the same time as well, right? So you Bro, when, when PVE is out, like even talking back to the pets, when PVE is out, man, like having the pets with you, like with the utility, if they can increase damage or attack on their own in PVE, like even the pets themselves for $20 – that's, I see that going way up, man. Of course, not financial advice, but yeah. Oh, bro, come on now. Let's just let's just go over this really quick. I'm gonna read off the, the what the pets do, just so everybody gets a, a a good quick one. If your pets matches the family of your champ, they get a health and damage bonus. Mm -hmm. If um, what is it? If you're the house banner, so if it's water pet water, uh, champ, you um, your fury of the titans gets boosted. For the Cramsters, if your opponents block three times in a row, they do a damage over time effect, and any more blocks they start, they take damage from. With the Gekoid, if you're below 15% health, all your cooldowns reduce by a second. Yep. The, the Sumanot, um, if you get knocked down, it pushes your opponent away. The Ziva, uh, whenever you dodge, you get a debuff removed from you. Uh, the, the Papiro... They, uh, every 25 seconds, they make one of your parts do double damage if it hits. And then the beetle, they, when you finish a combo, you steal a random buff from the enemy. So, like, all of them have their effect. Damn. Right. right. So, it's like, right. once you get into it, you can start, like, you can take a lot of different approaches to what you're working with with your pet and your champion in different essences. So. Yeah, it just increases the strategy that you know the strategy play you can make in everything. Yeah, I think yeah the, the PVE I think will be big. I think it'll be big with the pets, and then there's yeah. a lot more uh, community right when you're out there teaming up and, and, and you know accomplishing missions together. So that probably is good. So, here's the one thing that we haven't really touched on that they just are talking, just are dropping information on that I have hearing of in this emperor's decree it's called the vault of carnage so in here it says it's a free-for-all battle royale event that will bring out the most murderous greedy instinct in all of you complete with an array of rewards and des deadly hazards so to me that's supposed to be coming in spring right 3v3 battles are coming before that then Vault of Carnage, and at some point we'll be able to get down and fight Old Sally for PVE, all within the next coming months. But this Vault of Carnage, dude, that sounds like a like you're by yourself in a just a royal royal, royal rumble ring with pop up hazards and um, environmental effects and shit like that, versus who knows how many other champions. Yeah, man, and. And this is exciting because honestly, I, I'm really excited. Like they've made a lot of good changes to combat. Um, and you know, there's always stuff that's going to be OP. There's stuff that gets buffed. There's stuff that gets nerfed, right? This is what the whole alpha phase is about. So, you know, I get the frustrations and everything, but I mean, the, there was a nice, um, cosmetic added, right? You know, when you, when you hit with the cark as the hammer comes down, it has an effect now, the little, um, visual effects which i thought was really cool now you can hear people dashing you can hear them blocking you can hear different stuff so um the team like you know bravo to the team man they're doing really good on on improving this game 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. I thought when I started hearing the visuals, I was like, okay, all right, this is starting to be more like a game. The only thing that we're missing now is like the background music, right? Yeah. We got we've got the crowd in the background. We've got the the sound effects for the parts, and now it's just like you just need that little that that music track. So like that Metallica music that, track, kind of. <laughs> is that what you play when you get all sweaty up oh, there, bro? Yeah, man. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sure right. that the the D, the DMR stuff probably wouldn't l- allow them to play Metallica unless they wanted to pay a lot of money. Right, right, right. Whatever. So how? So your all as? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say whatever they end up wanting to pay someone to come and make like that's at this point they just need to fine tune stuff and then yeah. Get the background music and it'll be, it'll it'll be a presentable, um, complete experience for your, um, your sensory experience, right? You need the music, man. How about so? What? Where are you on the uh the actual characters? Like, which ones are are y'all liking the most? The Karks, the Ales, like, where do y'all thinking? And, and where are they? How are they looking now? Based on like where they were, where they were before? Are they those are improving as well? Yeah, they, they've improved a lot, man. I mean, I've always been a tanky player myself, personally. Like, uh played Overwatch, I was a tank. Um, League of Legends, I was a tank. I'm just a tank, a tank player, right? So, I picked yeah. the Kark. Um, they've made a lot of changes to the Kark, right? And I know a lot of people get mad about the Kark and all that, but it it's really a good character, right? Um, and what people don't realize is the Kark is slower than everybody. Yeah. He can get you like that infinite combo. I get it guys. I get it. Um, if you add three seconds to the claws, um, for the cooldown, I believe they won't be able to do that infinite combo anymore. Um, suggested by a friend. (laughs) Yeah. And RG explode, man, that guy has my number, dude. So he beat, I beat him once out of every single time we've played. He's, he beats me dude so he definitely has my <laughs> freaking number but um yeah man i mean aos i love the improve i love the teleport okay i think it's a little too op right now um just because it seems like it could be used quickly over and over again um that just might be me having to adjust to the new changes too you know, but I think if they make it like it a tad bit, like a half of a second slower than what it than what it is now, it would be good. Um, Whisper, I still think that they've added a lot of stuff. The breath, um, the heavy, heavy, heavy. I don't think anybody really uses that because he can get. It's really gives him a disadvantage to be opened for a claw or something like that. Um, yeah. The but, jab moves. Yeah, but all that stuff is going to get balanced out. But overall, I do love the changes that they have made. They've added, they've taken away. You know, they're experimenting with things. So I I expect this to happen. You know, they're going to add stuff and they're going to take yep. away. Then the Elgra's coming. Yeah, the Elgra's yep. coming next. Like, is, what's the next three? Is there three coming up at one time well, or just the Elgra by himself? So it sounds like they're just going to drop the Elgra on uh, 23rd of February's projected date that they're going to drop him. And then they said they're going to do the Fenrir Keymaster combo after that. So I kind of have a feeling, based on the information that they put out on the 
um, videos that they've been dropping on Twitter with the PVE stuff. I think that they've already been working with the Ilgra because of that, mm-hmm. and so they they already had him ready before. Yeah. So they're just gonna mix yeah. it up for us and throw another three champions in there. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Man. Right. It's better than just dealing with the same nine. So. Yeah, and and the Ilgra's gonna have the two hammers. Hey man, like I'm gonna play all the tank players just to let everybody here know, like all of our community. Always <laughs> you always say you said that before the gameplay came out, man. You've I'm, always said that. Be so you're the tank. I'm a tank, man. right? Yeah. And, so Elgar, Elgar's definitely another tank, right? Oh yeah, bro. So I'm excited to try the. Elgar. Oh yeah. Yeah. He seems like he's gonna be a faster tank, though, right? I hope so that would be dope because he has a he, he doesn't have a long hammer. He has the short hammers. Yep. He's but got yeah. the one-handed hammers, but he so he can swing arms. them, and he has. He has long yep. arms, so... Yeah. Dude, those... These arms are as tall as the AOs were yeah. when you see him dancing, right? Like, man, it's, <laughs> you look at him and it's crazy, so... And he's the Emperor's favorite champion. Remember that, guys. Lore, lore, lore. Yeah, that's true. He's wild. Mm. Mm. That's why I like the no. Kark, too, man, because they, they always use the Kark for, like the, uh, like, the main cover character and all that. I noticed that early. I didn't pick one up, but I noticed that. Like here's look, I'm I'm gonna give y'all a little bit of, of what I'm looking at, bro. Like I would like to get a cart that looks just like the cover, with a life and the life mansion wings, the divine wings, because like that's the main guy. It looks like. And they fixed the steadfast mm-hmm. on the life cart. Thank you, team, for doing that. Love it. Yeah. Um, yep. Because it it was too many instances where you know that life cart the whole time was just steadfast in the match, and it was like holy shit, like this is crazy, you know. You have to kite him the whole time, bro. Yeah. And. Uh, the Karks, I think my my idea for the Kark would be to make it so that every other um, claw has an extra one second cooldown, right? Yeah, exactly. So if you did if you did it like that, it it would it would take they could still possibly get the li- the infinite combo off on you, but it would take a lot more um, planning, a lot more skill, and a lot more thought process to get make it happen. But, or you could add like a like a three quarters of a second delay to each claw. Yeah. Right. Something where it's not right. too much. But that that definitely when you get when you go against a Kark and they get ten hits off on you, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's that's not fun. Um. The the fact that like the parrying system, I I really have been having issues with the parry system because it changes. Right, one bat, one match you'll play, and you could do you could hit a parry, and you'll hit parry at the exact same frame on another match, and or another another combo, and you won't even block. Mm-hmm. You you can't do anything, right? So it's not fun when you are pretty much relying on either luck or ping or a combination of both of those to be the determining factor whether or not you get your parry off. Right, because then it's if if it's not skill based at that point, because if you do the same thing, the same results should occur, right? Same as situations where I've ran into multiple times this weekend where I've had um, no input response when I go to push a button and I get no response at all. Be standing there doing absolutely nothing, so it's not like I'm dodging and hitting it at the wrong time, like doing absolutely nothing. Hit a button. And get no response. Hey, so. what's up, Ash? Ash just showed up. Uh, the 5D, man. 
How you doing, dude? Ash, Ash, the legend. Yeah, the Fenner's in the house. Hopefully, you can still stay in the project, dude. Um, yep. Yeah. Shout out to Ash, man. Yeah, Why shout not? Shout out to Ash, man. He was one of the early people here. So. Yep. Shit. We should bring Ash back on one day. We had him on before. <laughs> yep. Right. Yep, yep. So, what y'all thinking, man? Like, uh, shoot. I, th- I think we covered a lot today. Just you know, it's we're we're going through the damn bear market, right? It's uh, uh it is what it is. It, some people see it as opportunity. Some people get scared and you know want to pay for hand. As we see, you know, they buy high, sell low. But uh, you know, I, I think Dib, we had this kind of like all three of us, right? It's like we see the long term value in this project. We believe the project, the developers, uh, the game, right? No questions about that. So, you know, it's you, you gotta make the choice that works for yourself. Yeah, man. But uh. If you believe in this game um, and you see an opportunity, you know, bear markets where, where people get rich, guys. I mean, yeah, it sucks that we're in this um, and that we've been in it for a while. But this is really where, like, generational wealth can be made. So just always think like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, honestly, I won the bear market start, right, like, summer, spring last year, 22. I... When it first hit, we were talking about it, man. I'm like, okay, it could go a couple years, right? And that might be a quick one. Yeah. Just to be real about it, it could be a whole yeah. year again. Like, just an overall bear market. Um, but the special projects are, you know, it's you're not... You're, champions, again, we said it before, right? But it's like, Champions is pretty strong through the bear market. Yep. You know, it's, it's, it's a real deal. We're back to approaching mint price, right? It becomes an issue when we, if we get below mint price. But if not, it, if it, it's given people who are wanting to play the market the opportunity to play the market, it's given people to the, who had the opportunity to have capital or liquid at certain points of time um, to get in when they could. And, right. and if it continues to go down, it's just another opportunity for people who have been saving their money or have the opportunity to get liquid at this point in time to just, you know, consolidate more into this project. Right. So. Right. And I'm just, you know, um, and, and to answer Ashley, you know, they haven't came out with no tokenomics, but it's going to be a creative economy, which they're going to be implementing AI. I don't know how to where it can make the regular person like me or you create a game. Um, and it could be different types of dungeons, PVE, PVP, campaigns, lore. Um, we uh, we could deep dive in into that another time, but um, very interesting. Yep. Right. Very very exciting stuff coming up. So. All right, guys. Still super Shoot. bullish. Still super bullish on Champions Ascension, man. I don't think I don't think there's very many other projects out here that are poised and ready. And on the cusp of what the true Web3 opportunity can present itself, right? I think go, jumping over from Jam City that was mobile-based to being becoming Play Labs and getting the backing of Anderson Horowitz through A16Z and all of their resources was probably one of the most bullish things that could have happened for this company because it unlocked the potential and what made it so that they can build whatever they foresee the next meta being and i i i think their vision's going to be right on, spot on guys right mac this is your final word man so like that's it like what else you got we're, we're rapping go 
NFC, <laughs> fuck the Chiefs. Phillies are Phillies going to take it. <laughs> yeah, we said Hawks super bullish. I thought you were talking about can't the make it, So I'm just going for it. Staying with the fucking NFC in my blood, bro. Okay. All right. So, so you're not salty about it? About what? Okay. The Hawks, the, dude, uh, I can't NFC. believe they made it to the fucking playoffs this year. Right? right. Geno Smith right. turned out to be... The one of the best backups that I think any team could have had in a long time, other mm-hmm. than fucking Purdy, no, we'll right? Who t- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a diehard Detroit Lions fan, bro. So nobody had has, has it worse than me. You have to fucking Ever. choose. You have to champ for somebody, right? Bro, you you have to. No, I can't. I, I had Barry Sanders, and that was it, bro. I was spoiled as a kid. That's it. Now I have nothing. <laughs> All right, final word, dip, man. How you feeling? Same thing, man. Long term, what you feeling about this project? Always bullish, man. I, I know there's a lot of new people in Discord, and they're kind of getting impatient. But just look at this as a really good investment. Um, I work full time in the Web three industry. We've looked at hundreds or even thousands of games, and Champions by far is in the cream of the crop. You know, so right. just you know, be patient. That's all I can say. Be yeah. patient. Um, Time rewards everything, so I'm still bullish, yeah. and I'm still gonna be buying, you know, especially the EEs because they're they're if they drop to thirty dollars, I mean, that's a hell of a price. So that's bullish. that's a it perfect like entry, it, man. Yeah, yeah. perfect entry price for gamers too. So mm-hmm. let it happen. It is NFTs, gaming, all that. And that's what we want. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Always bullish, man. It's, and I, I think I touched on it a second, man. But it's just so funny to watch your own personal. Uh, emotions when it gets to this, right? Because I swear a week ago, two weeks ago, when we we're up at 0. 0.9, 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9, it was like, damn, I should have bought the floor over and over again. Mm-hmm. But then it, it's so funny when it drops, you're like, then you start getting nervous and all that, man. But I think the key is if you believe in, you know, the Web3, if you believe in gaming, you find a good project, you find a good team, and this is exactly where we're at. And even like the development of other technologies like AI and, and it's all, you know, the Venn diagram, it's all, it's all perfectly aligning in, in games like this. And I think just like Dipset in this game is, I think, one of the best projects out. You know, we look, we search. I'm not going to let a game pass me by. And this is one that I'm still bullish on and just can't wait for like everything else to become developed and, and to come out and to have all the social aspects and everybody else coming to this game. So super bullish, always bullish. Guys, we all set? What are we thinking, man? Did we miss anything? If not, Good. we'll have another episode, I'm sure. <laughs> There's always another episode. Oh, yeah, that does remind me. Our apologies. I apologize. Um, we uh, we had planned to have an interview with Peyton from Azure Grames this weekend, but he had other um, in-real-life circumstances and asked to reschedule for our next podcast on February 25th. So, oh, so he's coming uh, back? Yes, he he did reschedule. I, I thought so he just we... completely dissed us. I think just completely dissed us, man. <laughs> no. But he's coming back. All right. Nope. All right. Nope. We'll see him next so, time. Looking forward to him on the twenty fifth for our next episode, guys. All right, there it is, and that that's another uh, A sixteen Z project, right? Yes, it is. Yes, I'm it not is. mistaken. All right, that's our that's our brother that's our brother game. All right, it's a wrap, fam. This has been it. It's been a great one. It was February 11th, 2023. It still is. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. Super Bowl Sunday is tomorrow. And as you know, as always, prime minds think alike. We're out.